Hey, welcome to number 89. Let's get it going, man. Let the good times roll. 89, 11 away from 100. So crazy that we're at this point, and we are going to throw a massive party for 100. So uh, get ready. More details to come on that. Of course, it's probably going to be at the brewery. The sponsors of the Scoat Podcast, Scofflaw Brewing. So appreciative of them and sticking by my side, being with me throughout this entire journey. Well, probably like 85% of it, they came on as sponsors late in the first year that I had the podcast. But you know what? They are one of the best uh, partners I could ask for. Love those guys. Get over there. Have a cold beer. Eventually, the weather is going to cool down a little bit, so you won't be sweating your ass off just trying to have a beer. Also, football underway. Get over there. Watch some Falcons. I'm a Hawks fan. Die hard. So I can't wait for basketball season to start up in late October. So as always, big thank you to them for sponsoring this podcast. These episodes are once again brought to you by them. My special guest, the Warsaw Clinic. Man, they are, uh, they're kicking off Thankful Thursdays tomorrow, Thursday. So whether you listen to this today, Wednesday, or tomorrow, so I guess I should say today if you're listening on Thursday, uh, Four Seasons Hotel on the fifth floor rooftop terrace. Uh, Going to be a ton of fun. The featured cocktail is the Old Fashioned. I don't know how the podcast was able to uh, convince the Four Seasons that we were fancy, but somehow we did it, so we're going to show up, and we're going to act all uh, fancy for for a couple nights. But you know what? Always scoped podcast craziness, as always. And a great conversation with these guys. Uh, like I said, the description of the episode will be in uh, the writing, so you can see everything that we talked about. But, you know, Pastor Poncho gave us the good word on this episode. He is one of the funniest guys ever. He's in the wrong business, man. I mean, he's a great musician, but he needs to be in voiceover work. Hell of an episode, hell of a group of guys, and a really cool episode. So let's kick it off. Let's get it started. Number 89 of the Scoat Podcast featuring Warsaw Clinic starts now. Step into my world. I'm psyched. Let's go. Now you're turning into the Scoat Podcast. the feet even on the ground get your mind straight and don't hesitate and God's will will be done I don't want to be a nobody there's no way there's no how but if you're gonna be
nobody, there's no way, there's no how. But if you gotta be brittle, you gotta be bold. Very clear. Was it kind it's of starting to sound pretty all right? It sounded like oh, you want. It sounded like you want a cup of tea. Michael, <laughs> this is a big deal for you. You finally have a mic. I do. Are you sure you want to give me this power? Well, I mean, I can quickly take the power away. You, you do have a mute button in front of you. Huh? I mean, I can go. Boop, and now you're no longer talking. And you're done. And you're done. Yeah, you know I'm back. Now, that's the kind of power. <laughs> and I you're done. <laughs> so uh, Warsaw Clinic. Why were you so late? Well. <laughs> Traffic was a little terrible, as it always is around here. We also come from Buford. So it was, oh, we all came from Buford. I didn't know that. I yeah. apologize. I, I My apologies. So that was, an extra, not, that was an extra like 20 minutes in traffic there. We are not uh, ITP people. We are, I, we are, as they say, OTP. I am a very I OTP. That. Yes. Michael is also OTP. Very much so. I am about, I'm about as ITP as ITP gets. <laughs> I have uh, I'm in, I'm in Buckhead right across from Peachtree Battle. Michael, yep, and the beer's out. Yeah. It is beer time. What are we drinking? Scofflaw Dirty Beaches. Ooh, I'm a little dirty beach. <laughs> I don't know. I like a little dirty beach from time to the time. Day beach every once in a while. Go to the beach. I say that's why uh, y'all were late because Poncho was just flashing his penis all over the highway again. <laughs> he was like just I said, slapping it in the wind. Yep, like a dog's tongue right out the window. <laughs> I bet it looks that, like a dog's that tongue. Quite yeah. an image. <laughs> is it as sloppery as a dog's tongue? Uh, it is slippery when wet? Yes. Ooh, <laughs> nice, nice joke, nice joke. So y'all, uh, y'all had the show on Friday at Star Bar with Twin Trances, Isaac June, and Bleach Garden for their album release. Yes, we did. Yep. 
and you said you didn't go on till one o'clock. Yeah, I mean it's just uh, what usually happens when you go last. And everybody has to uh, pay their dues sometimes, and sometimes one of the dues is going on last. And with venues that you know push start time, hey, sometimes one o'clock becomes your on time. You know, it's funny when I first started getting really into the uh, the rock scene here in Atlanta, I was surprised at bands that didn't want to headline shows. They didn't yeah. they didn't want to go last. Yeah, because a lot of people have left by that time. Like people are usually there for like the if you have a a four a four band bill, which is like crazy sometimes. Yeah, two and three is that the people that get the most yeah. listeners. Yeah, and right. and everybody that you know sees your name the biggest on the poster goes, oh, you're headlining. That's awesome. <clears throat> But, you know, depending on the order that was chosen, headlining might be last or the more desired spots like second, you know, like you said. Mm-hmm. So second is technically what I would consider a headlining slot. And then uh, all the craziness that comes with Star Bar back there <laughs> in the green room. Oh, Eli, yeah. Eli's like, hey, hold my guitar. And then I'm just like holding it. And then I'm getting like massive amount of pictures with it. And I'm just strumming it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, if I break one of these chords, it's going to be. I know nothing about music. Yeah. I just talk to the people that can play. So it's funny. funny. Well, I trust you, so you oh. just gave it to you. <laughs> you know, I am a trustworthy person. I was kind of running around like a madman, too. I was like, just take it. I got to go. I don't remember <laughs> what I was doing, but. How did, uh, I didn't get to see Bleach Garden. How did they do? They did good. They killed it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. They, had a, they had a good amount of people coming out to support them that night. Yeah, congrats on the record release. Yeah, they were, I think, number four ever on the podcast. Four or five. Wow. And we are what number? You are going to be 89. Mm. Woo. I prefer 60. <laughs> Who was 69? I don't even remember. Uh, I got to go back and look. I don't know. This is why I have an associate. He doesn't know. You should know every episode say, and who was on failed it. failed that test. And you should not only know who was on for every episode, you should be able to give a, give a description of what was talked about. What my, beer was drank. What beer was drank, you know, <laughs> what I was wearing. Well, you were wearing nothing. We drank The body wash I used that morning. <laughs> I just woke up in the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, we're not moving on until you answer this I, question. Yeah, give me a minute, man. The Wi-Fi's slow. Come on, don't you like ever disrespect our Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi sucks. Hey, y'all remember dial-up internet? Y'all remember dial-up internet? Yeah. Oh man. We the other all- day, the other day, so there's this there's this young guy that uh, works at uh, the office, and we were talking about dial-up tones, and I said, "Make us." I said, "Give me your best impression of a dial-up tone," and he looked at me and had no idea what to do. Mm. I was like, oh my God. I met someone the other day that I go, I didn't even know, they didn't know what dial-up internet was. They grew up with Wi-Fi and I was like, I mean, those were good times. Right. Like, I mean, I remember I miss yelling, like, mom, get off the phone. I want to yes. get on AIM. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or either you calling my name. The, yeah, either you were on the internet and somebody called the house. Uh, who was 69? I think episode 69 was uh, Gabe. That spice challenge that we did. The you, think? Oh, you think? I, it, yeah, it's you not think? Yeah. You think? What is number 69 on there? It doesn't say. I have to have a number 69. I think it was Gabe. Gabriel? Gabriel. I'm glad that uh, phones weren't as evolved though when we were in high school. Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah because uh, I I feel that like you can see now the kids that are in high school or even middle school now have phones and how different their like personalities are compared mm-hmm. to a middle school kid back when we were in middle school that didn't have access to a smartphone, yeah. you know? Still passing notes, leaving them in the oh, locker. Yeah. I think oh, it's yeah. also just passing important to know and... how to get by without a phone. Mm. Oh, my God. If they don't even know what it's like to not have one. Then you just yeah. don't pay your bill. You right. It out. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny now that how advanced we are and how accustomed we are, 
If you didn't have a phone for a week or internet, you'd feel like you were in the dark ages again. Yeah. Oh, listen, dude, I got a great story. Oh, yeah, oh. Awesome story. Okay. So Eli over here knows what it's like to not have a phone for a week recently. He, do uh, I have to tell? You tell it. You can tell he, uh, he had a show to play in Atlanta one night, and he's coming home. It's a Friday night, and he rear-ends a car that was stopped in the middle of 85. They were stopped, had their flashers on, and he doesn't realize that they're completely stopped, rear-ends them. They pull off to the side. The people get out. They're very irritable with him. Confronting. <laughs> very confrontive, <laughs> very aggressive in their behavior. <laughs> <laughs> so he... Um, he gets out and, you know, everybody okay. And the first thing they're you know, screaming at him, it's your fault, it's your fault. Of course, I know, I understand mm -hmm. that, blah, blah, blah. They, they said, I don't have time for this. We got to go. He said, well, I got to call the police. Let me take a picture of your tag. You can go. Yeah, I took well, a picture of their tag. And then as I was calling 911, they took the phone out of my hand and drove their car off. Yeah. Like, what's working fine now? <laughs> and the cop was like, hey, you get their uh, plate? And said, yeah, I took a picture of it. I knew they were going to bolt. So I had to just, and then. There so that go. sucked, and then my car was messed up, but I got insurance. Praise God. <laughs> Praise well, why do you think they took the phone? I don't know, because they, they must have been drunk or had drugs in the car. So they, mm, why yeah. would they bolt like that? Yeah, but like, immediately, I immediately knew. I was like, are y'all all right? And they're like, why'd you hit me? Like, I mean, it was like, Shit your car's happens. fine. My yeah, car's not. My car was, to yeah. do that. My car was like yeah. two-faced for a little bit. They said they had <laughs> car trouble. That's why they were stopped in the middle of the highway, but yet they somehow could speed off really quick. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it sounds like there's. I think I was wearing these pants. So yeah, he had to go. He, he went a whole week without a phone, which is uh, always great being the roommate, being the uh, liaison for the person without the phone. Oh, y'all live together. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I so. met him when I was five years old. Or we met. That's right, y'all. We've been together for twenty years. We've been together now. twenty years now. <laughs> oh, Poncho and Eli. There you go. Oh, by the way, we got Eli and Poncho from Warsaw Clinic, but his real name's Austin. Austin. Yep. Yeah. But I call him Poncho. Austin Rob and Eli Browder are here today. Did you explain why you call him Poncho? Because at Star Bar, he was wearing a poncho. Right. I did, and I even played the first song in it, and then realized this was a terrible mistake. Logistically, <laughs> he it came was around a the corner. I was mistake. like, "You're not going to wear that, are you?" I mean, it, it's fine if he was wearing it, but I'm like, "That's just not practical." Yeah, <laughs> right. but I did it. I committed all night, and it actually acted as like an Adidas warm up suit. I was very warm when I went on. My a track were, suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told him he should have just worn a, like a poncho and his cowboy hat, yes. sunglasses. I just sat in the corner quietly. At the Four Seasons gig, he, I just wanted to wear the poncho. Khaki pants under it, but the poncho. Is the poncho <laughs> He can put a little collar shirt under it, a little yeah, little tie. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. Fancy. Fancy schmancy. <laughs> Best of both worlds, Fancy schmancy. Yeah, we talk a little bit. We talk a little hick over here, so <laughs> be ready. Where are y'all from? Buford. Right here. Are y'all from Buford? Born yeah. and raised. In the old We have a lot Buford. of roots in Atlanta, though. A lot of them. We also have very, very country family roots. Yeah. Alabama. North, North Georgia. North Georgia. And his family's North Alabama. Panama City Beach. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm from the old Blairsville, so uh, yeah, cheers to us. Cheers, cheers to us, cheers. Know, North Georgia boys. Hey, this dirty the beaches is not bad. never rise again, and it should not try. Please don't. At all. <laughs> Why do you ever want to go country? No, we're not afraid to go country. Uh, oh, no. no we write country music as well, I, so yeah. well, cheesy I, country music. I was raised on country music. Um, I was raised on bluegrass and like classic country music. Uh, not necessarily by choice but that was kind of like what my mom you know listened to being like an early 90s baby you had that that 80s country layover bleeding in you know to the 90s and mm -hmm. uh on the weekends i would listen to the radio 
in my bedroom, the only station I could get was 106.1, which had classic country Saturday nights. And so I'm going to bed, and on Saturday night, the only radio station I got was classic country Saturday night. Hmm. So I learned a lot of country music by listening to that. But yeah. Do you all ever do covers of any country? We do a country version cover of a Led Zeppelin song. Huh? Yeah. We, we, we do rock and roll a little kind of. See, the problem is we have, if we play country. cover music, it just sounds like us playing these songs. So it's yeah. like. Yeah. So this when we play this rooftop, it's going to be loud as heck. We're going to be down playing Helter Skelter <laughs> <laughs> or whatever, you know. I'm uh I'm very I'm very excited to see what this is all about yeah. on Thursday. Hopefully. I know I am too. I mean I'm gonna go check out the space on Monday and see what it's like. But um, send, what's the weather supposed to be picks. like? You what? What's the weather supposed to be like? Do you know? Oh, it's supposed to be sunny and uh, high eighties. Let's see. Yes, we'll be at the rooftop in the hottest part of the day. Yay. Thursday, <laughs> ninety three. That's no, fine. Make sure to wear the poncho. With <laughs> <laughs> the featured drink. Oh, so I guess we'll, we'll hit on it real quick. Michael, you're over there being quiet. I gave you a mic. He's playing yeah, Candy Crush. My homework. Yeah, I'm playing Candy Crush. <laughs> Fuck you. No, uh, I left a suffer, I think, with 69. I think I finally found it. It's numbered. <laughs> it literally says scope number 68, scope number 69. Nope. Nope. Uh-oh. Nope. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to try it for you, man, but I don't wow. have all the information. Yeah, so we got uh, the Thankful Thursdays. Uh, proceed, part of the proceeds from this are going to benefit the Giving Kitchen, a uh, great organization that you know feeds homeless and, and all that and families in need. And so the SCOTE podcast has been asked to put together lineups and MC for Thankful Thursdays. We're doing it uh, uh, September 26th, October 3rd, October 17th, and Halloween night, October 31st. Ooh, and kicking it, kicking it off is going to be... The Warsaw Clinic. Yo, yo. Inaugural. Inaugural. <laughs> That's right. And a girl. They always remember the first. <laughs> and you either learn from it. Well, that's just it. You, you, you no, learn yeah. from it. It's going to be fun, though, man. It's it's, no. it's it's like all high class and all that. You know? saying, we, uh, we, we've played a that's, club that's one time. Scary. They had a four by eight pallet for us to set up on three people. Mm. And full drum set. They wanted acoustic. You ain't getting it with us. Sorry. Well, also... Yeah, this doesn't work with us. Yeah. And they hired us three times, and it's like, why, why'd you keep rehiring us then? <laughs> you were irritated every single time, but you kept booking us. I had like waiter, waitresses come up to me like, hey, can you play quieter? I can't hear my orders. It's like, ah, Be a better well, then stop having live fans here. Get a bluegrass <laughs> band or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be uh, me. I'm not wearing khakis. I'm not wearing a polo. You want Jackson Heaton to be there. He will be dressed in exactly what he wants. <laughs> so why can't we be dressed exactly? Because you're the want. band. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing Sperry's, Lacoste shirt. I used to wear all that. I, <laughs> I used to be the preppiest person you'd ever met. Really? I Likewise. Right? Abercrombie? Was that a big yeah. thing in your life? I owned Lacoste a lot of Sperry's. Oh, Lacoste? Lacoste? Oh, yeah. Sperry's. Lacoste oh, yeah. a lot? Oh, yeah. yeah. And don't get me wrong. I was still wearing <laughs> Paris Sperry's. Lacoste. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> there you go. I wear, admittedly, proudly Crocs. I'm a Crocs wearer. Are you a Crocs wearer? I am. Old poncho and the Crocs. Hey, I had them on this morning. Well, you know what? I don't think the Four Seasons is ready for what we're bringing because they've done, they've apparently done two on their own on the rooftop, but it's been like singer songwriters type, you know, play a little snooze fest. Snooze fest. Thank you. And we're about to make it rain. It's going to be about 10 degrees hotter up there from the heat coming off of us. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, war socks really. Hot. Are y'all excited? It's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Sure. You know, especially an established place like the Four Seasons playing on the rooftop there. I mean, yeah. You know, it's, uh, if Shout not, out to Ides of June for de- denying the show. 
Linus Pauling. <laughs> did you did you see the flyer for it? Yeah, yeah. Your looks, pictures on it. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah show me. Don't show anybody else. It's just. No, okay. I didn't. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. No, no, it's fine. Yeah. It was fine. I'm going to murder a bitch. <laughs> Get some fucking respect around here. I don't have bail money. I swear to God. I can't get no respect. We watch a lot of Rodney Dangerfield. I can't stuff. get no respect. I can't Eli. get no respect. <laughs> Eli. Yep. What embarrasses embarrasses you the most in front of people? <clears throat> Having spaghetti stains on my shirt. <laughs> That's the most embarrassing thing for you. No, I don't know. I embarrass myself a lot, so it's kind of like I've learned how to roll the punches. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I laugh at myself. My sister's the exact opposite. Everything's so serious. I'm like, it's fine. Nobody's gonna pay attention. It's like me and my brother. Like I'm the one that laughs everything off. He's right. the one that takes everything. Like right. So everything's what is it? Uh, I see the gray Sensitive. and white. He's black and white. Right. I see the gray. It's like I'm laughing through the pain. Yeah. Yeah. I'm crying in the shower every morning. People. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Just kidding. <I'm> a- <laughs> Who has influenced you the most? Influenced me the most. In. In uh, music wise, music, music or life or both, you can answer Elvis, both. Elvis Presley. Uh, well, uh, in life, probably would be my grandfather. Um, in music, in that career, would probably be Eli's father. Hmm. He is the reason why him and I both play pretty much music. Yeah. I mean, the he's the one. Pretty that much anybody who's ever play. played with us. Yeah, because he's, he's a, um, all the gear we have is gear that we've bought over years with him and. So great for that. He's probably not listening. <laughs> yeah. But, tell, me uh, more, tell me more about this. How did your dad get y'all into music? So Brett has uh, always been a musician. He's from Fort Payne, Alabama. The hometown and, uh, of Alabama. The hometown of Alabama. Yeah. yeah. Brett's Brett is Mr. Browder. Mr. Browder. So he's always been a uh, a rock musician. And uh, he naturally, when he had Eli, he said, oh, here's another musician. And uh, knowing Brett for 20 years now. I got sucked into that as well. Uh, naturally, I I had been given instruments, you know, as gifts over the years until I met, had met Brett, and then he's the one that formally taught me how to use them. You know, this is what you do with this. This is how you play guitar. This is how you, you know, play drums and whatnot. And same thing for Eli, you know. Right. We were forced to play music. It was, hey, you, you know, y'all either go outside and play or you have to come down here and play music. And, you know. No cell phones. No cell phones. Yes. Yep. Video games were very limited. Just but, a razor uh, scooter with bare feet. Yeah, razor scooter with bare feet. No helmets on your bicycle and playing rock and roll in the basement. But uh, anyway, as we grew up playing in multiple bands and having friends and stuff that uh, got to know Brett, you know, he kind of took everybody that we played in a band with yeah. underneath his inspirational wing and just made sure we played the best music, had the best right. gear, yeah. always sounded the best, you know, whatever we were doing. So and, we've become very spoiled to always have a place to practice and so now everywhere I move, I have to have a place in my house to practice Yeah, whenever we, I want. We have, we have to have a music room. There was always a music room in the house growing up, you know, at Eli's house. And so we've carried that over now to having a music room in our own house, which we have so much fucking gear now that we really can't right. use it practically. It's now more of a storage locker, <laughs> but it's a full-size bedroom that is literally you can walk two feet into it and then you're like, oh shit, where we do I go We more guitars in some small music stores. <laughs> to sit down on our couch, you have, have to move guitars. Until the house gets on fire, and you're like, which one do I grab? I know. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm right to grab which, that and that. The room's but, uh, full of gear and guitars yeah, and all that? Stack. Oh, yeah, drum, drum sets, speakers, amps. There's a little path amps. going to the, gr- to the yeah. closet that has guitar it's cases in it. The closet stacked with drums and guitars. And Does it have any of this padding if you... No, know. we just had... That's the problem we got now, is the damn cops. Okay, so we've lived where we've lived for four years now, and uh, we practiced for three 
full-blown, loud as shit, Marshall amps into the large PA in the living room, and uh, nobody called the cops. One day the cops came. We were like, who the fuck? So After three years. After three years, <laughs> man, we're hanging out, <laughs> rocking out. Next thing you know, police. So we were, uh, we're like, okay, maybe somebody was not feeling well this this day. And we only practiced from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Right. on a Thursday. That's our designated practice, or was, I should say. Now, <laughs> we can't practice at all, but so somebody kept, we did it again the next week. Somebody called the cops again. We took off for two weeks, practiced another Thursday. Here comes the cops. I'm like, who in and, the shit? It's been three years, people, and you're now getting upset, and we have we don't got no new neighbors. Then I was just playing guitar one time, and the cops came. Like, yeah, 5.30 in the afternoon, he's playing guitar, and the, sh- and the cops show up. I'm like, God dang. No, so no, a- anybody that got any uh, discounted practice space, hit us up. We need wait, it. Do y'all live in a house or? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah we, we, our, our lifestyles don't conducive mm-hmm. for an apartment at mm-hmm. all. Townhouse, apartment, no. Animals. We got six animals. Meth lab. Damn. Meth lab, you know, <laughs> yeah. Cooking it up. Oh, yeah. Cooking right. it up in the crock pot. Eli, <laughs> if you could, if you, if you, if it wasn't for music, what would you do with the rest of your life? Uh, probably uh, graphic design, which is actually what I do full time right now. It's, uh, I don't know, I've always just the one, I was the guy who doodled on paper in class and not paid attention. <laughs> I regret that, but oh well, it's where I am now. No regrets. Sorry, it took me six and a half years to graduate college. No, it's okay. I didn't even go to college. It took me five years to graduate <laughs> high school. Really? Extended yeah. plan. <laughs> the extended plan, yes. My dad uh, was, you know, very proud of the extended plan. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was very happy. He was very happy. Too bad Honestly, I've never asked this question before. If you had the option of adopting a baby fox or a baby koala, mm. which one would you choose? Son of a bitch. What color fox? Obviously orange. <laughs> well, they have the gold. So, so there's like a red fox? Yeah. There's like your standard red fox? Yeah. Koala. I'm going koala. All right. Dang, man. Probably a koala. A koala yeah. can like open your cabinets and get into your shit. <laughs> yeah. Mitch Hedberg has a great stand-up little bit about a koalas. I like that. But fox is a great. Uh, yeah, foxes are beautiful. Yeah. I saw one the other day coming down the road that we live on. There was one on the side of the road. And I was like, damn, that is so gorgeous. You can get a fox passes a dog. Yeah. Uh, uh, I know. Uh, but if you have a fox. In See, the front we had a skunk growing up. Are so you that's kidding about me? Dis- no, I'm not. Uh, my mom as that a is child. Alabama. To the south. That's North Georgia. Oh, yeah, so, oh, you're, oh you're the Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from here, but my family's. So my my mom and as a child they had skunks. My grandfather had skunks. Um, that was his thing. So they had a few issues a child. And then when uh, my mom and dad got married, they opted to get a skunk together. His name was Barney, and uh, he, you know, lived uh, you know through the times of that after I was born. So I grew up with him for a little while before he died. But uh, yeah, we had a skunk named Barney, and. Uh, and they're kind of like a dog and a cat mixed together. They have the playfulness of a dog and the uh, the non-forgiving mind of a cat. <laughs> you would actually play with your skunk. I got a oh, question yeah. for you, Jackson. Yes. Would you rather be a dog in a cat's body or cats in a dog body? Cat in a dog's body. You think so? You'd be yeah. the world's worst dog. <laughs> I'd just be lazy, though. <laughs> People would assume I'm great, so I'd always have a home. People would assume well, I'm, cause I would want to be a dog in a cat Because if you're body. a dog in a cat body, then you're the best cat ever. Oh, right? damn it. Right? Yep. I answered that so but wrong. Oh, can you yeah. imagine your dog was just like, fuck, you. fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was your dog. You, you came home from work and your dog went and hid somewhere. But then you have a cat that comes and jumps on you every day and is yeah. licking you. And you're like, what's up with this cat? 90-pound lab. 
You know, Imagine everybody's like, oh, what a cute dog, and it runs and hides underneath the bed. That's terrible. It shits on your rug. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, you know how I get around all that? I don't have animals. Yeah. Oh, see. See? It's a wonderful well, life. We have six. Mm-hmm. All right, what what animals are the six animals? Three cats, three dogs. Three dogs, yeah. Three cats and three dogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, how, well, much, how much money do y'all spend on pet food? Not a lot. Uh, we got the hookup, so it's not that bad. But uh, buy in bulk. Yeah, we bought a lot at one time, and it's good food too. But yeah. originally we had two dogs and a cat, and then you know got we have dog. soft hearts for animals. Oh man, yeah. And We've, his girlfriend lives with us, brought a cat, so it just added up real quick. You yeah, know? his girlfriend lives with y'all. Yeah, yeah. Oh. she moved in, in June, so when she moved in, she brought an orange cat with us. He escaped for a week, not after, not long after she moved in. Oh my god! I cried when he came back. He's Eli. Does your girlfriend live with you? No. Mm. What's no. going on there? We'll talk about this off. <laughs> <laughs> we'll He's like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. That's but, cool. Yeah. So we have a mini zoo. We've got. Uh, uh, there's always a uh, a a lively moment, never a dull moment in the home. You're never alone either, mm. ever. Taking Boy. a shit, there's a cat right there next to you. My cat likes to sleep in my pants as they're pulled down around my ankles. Mm. She climbs inside and like curls up. Do you want to tell them about pants. how that cat licks her balls sometimes? <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't have to tell them she about the She stands up and gets curious and wants to look into the toilet. What happens after that, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, does your girlfriend live with you? No. Huh. No, but I do have three crazy-ass roommates. I was three, three crazy-ass girlfriends. I'm like, well... Well, uh, no, if good one for more, you, if sir. One more person moves into my oh, house. Oh, bad, bad. Three oh, bad. crazy girlfriends on him? Oh, my God. <laughs> right? Yeah, let me tell you about he it. He would look like a bomb after he got out of office. What's your story, Michael? About what? There's quite a bit. Uh, we don't have time for yeah, it. I've only met yeah, you. Oh, yeah. How much time you got? <laughs> we don't have time for it. It's not about you. No. It never is. Shut up. Man. I ain't got nothing. <laughs> Shut up. Get up. <laughs> when did the Warsaw Clinic start? 2015. Yeah. So, so it's surprising, like, as much as, I think I started hearing about you guys in the beginning of 2018, mm-hmm. maybe the end of 2017, but. Yeah. I, I, well, we've, we've been kind of isolated up in Buford. We've been kind of brewing, cooking. Brewing, cooking? We've, yeah. we, we we've been playing down for about two years now, and we've been playing it hard for about two years. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think, since yeah, we started, yeah. it was like. We, um. We played just, we practiced this in our room for about a year to get. Some songs together. Yeah, we, we didn't rush going out or anything. We've always been in bands together, Eli and I have. And then uh, our bass player Chris Parker. He, um, we fun fact about us: we are uh, raised church musicians. So uh, that's how initially we met. Chris was uh, going to uh, tryouts to be in the church band at the age of We're, eleven. Yeah, and uh, we made it. So did Chris and uh, Eli and Chris both tried out for the same part as bass, and they both got it. So they would alternate playing bass every other week or whatever. So we were in a church band with Chris, and then getting to know all those bandmates, we got into another band and uh, played with them doing cover music outside of the church. It was basically the, the church band, but playing cover gigs. And we were in a band called Barney's Bullet back in high school. Yeah. Back in Mill Creek, represent. Barney's <laughs> Bullet. Barney's Bullet, yeah, man. Is I bet that, you, what's that from? Is that related to the skunk? No. Or, no, like, Barney's Bullet. What? Barney the show? Barney no, Fife. oh my god, god Barney Five, Andy oh, Griffith Show. Andy, oh, he had one He's bullet. got wow. the bullet. That yeah. went right over my head. Yeah. You know anyway. these youngsters don't have phones? They don't That's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. all I hear. <laughs> I feel so like we were Barney's bastards. bullet for a while. I like that. And uh we did that and we got pretty serious with that, and then everybody went to college. And uh 
I went to college for a year and it fucking sucked. So I said, screw that I went shit. To Coa Falls, Coa Falls Christian school. Oh know. God, it was banned by nine. Yeah, man, I could I, I could go on about that place, but I'm not going to. Anyway, so um, came back home and him and I started jamming, influenced heavily at the time by Royal Blood. That record had just come out, their first one. So we were attempting to do that kind of music because there's only two of us that we knew of. We were in another band at the time, kind of on the side, playing different instruments than what we play now, and uh, just to get us by. Yeah, just to to, was, to feel our creative needs. I was writing a lot of and, electronic uh, music in that dark area. But I still do too, though. And we were playing a show, and Chris Parker came to the show. We're like, dude, what's up? He'd been living in Athens. He comes back. He's at our show. Dude, how long you been back? Oh, about eight months. And you haven't fucking called us, dude? We've been friends for 10 years, Chris. Oh, my God, man. You I've seen your dick me. more than mine almost. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. So He has a great dick. Anyway, we're He's like, dude, we've been, it, it is gray. I have a picture of it. I'm Too just bad you can't see this. There's a picture of me like with my finger like, yeah. right next to it. Like, yeah. if you can imagine me right now at home. My finger is right by the mic. I, I am imagining this. Lips it's, are on uh, it. It's no, oh, my God. <laughs> just kidding. So, Love so, you, Chris. <laughs> anyway, he, uh. He's like, yeah, I've been back for eight months. What the hell, man? Well, we've been jamming. Come over, jam. All right. So came over and jammed, started working on some stuff, hashing stuff out. And like he said, we played for almost a full year and got some stuff written before we uh, did a show. And we made sure our first And show. I was living in my mom's house at the time, so we couldn't really yeah. do it whenever we wanted to. But at the time, we were in a room. What is this like? We say it's like 12 by 12 room right here. 10 by 10 room. Was we, were, we, were, we, were, we were in an 8 by 8 room. So it was, and there, it was hot as hell. So you can imagine a marshal running in there. But the neighbors amp, never the called PA. the cops then. And even we had the window open one time, and the guy was like, hey! <laughs> and the houses were only about 10 feet apart because it was the Hamilton Mill cookie cutter houses. And he was just like, turn it down. I was like, all right, sorry. They closed the window. Yeah. But uh, so 2015, we found out Chris had been home for eight months. Hadn't said fun- shit. And well, so now we're... Uh, Poncho's really, he references back to eight months being back. <laughs> eight months That's what I'm saying, it. dude. It's like, because it blows my mind. It's like, what the heck? You ain't going to hit you, us you, up? You can tell Austin was really <laughs> traumatized. Well, it, well it's also kind of crazy because also because we have like six or seven friends in our friend group that are, we've been friends forever with and probably will be for the rest of our lives. So when, he, when he's been home for eight months, Heck, big man. old fuck you, man. Right, yeah, exactly. That's Chris, I'm at home sitting that fuck you, boy. playing Skyrim. <laughs> I'm glad y'all get out. I'm glad y'all have such a close friends group. I don't have any friends. Right, so we Michael, didn't have to... <laughs> Michael's probably my best friend, and I don't even like him. Right. Yeah. Jesus. So like, we didn't have to waste get time to more. get that. Like, or not waste social. time. Or we didn't just to get by. I'm the most sociable person I know. I just get really annoyed with people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the same right there. Like every time he shows up late, and I get annoyed. So every time. Well, yeah, you need to stop yeah. doing business with us then. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys have an excuse. You had traffic. You yeah. came from Buford. We, we, won't, from be, we won't be late on, uh, on uh, Thursday. Thursday. What, what do you do? Old fashions, baby. What do you do? For, I got to make sure I don't. What do we do for what? Work. <laughs> I work in the sign industry and so does he. It's funny. Our, our, my father brought us into yeah, the not uh, only music and he brought us into the sign industry too. But my both my parents in the sign industry. So I was cutting meat at Kroger for seven fifteen an hour and needed a good job and I got it. Yeah, it was, but I'm uh, I'm actually working at another place now since then, so it's like we uh we're just flexible, cre- we're, I think we're just creative type people, so we just need that kind of that, that kind of job. A lot of Even it if it's not it. in music, you got to have it in the design aspect right. or whatever. And I love it when people ask like, "You do this full time? Play music?" It's like, <laughs> you're funny. That's have hilarious. you never done it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <right. laughs> so 
We, uh, yeah, not only did Brett influence us to uh, play music, but he also influenced us as kids to go help him do installs with signs that then led us into the sign industry. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those, are y'all going to work as a sign person when you get older? Uh-uh. Well, here we are. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a project manager for bad. a sign company, and he's a graphic designer for a sign company. So, you know, we, uh, it pays the bills. It's a pretty lax job. And I'm not like serving or busting tables, so yeah, I, I'm not in the food industry. So, well, the day I got, I became a full time radio host, I was like, I mean, I worked my ass off to get it, and you know, I think the day I did get my own show on rock, doing it full time, I was like, that is fucking cool. How old were you when you did that? When I got my own show, yeah, I was 27. 27. There's two more left of both yours. Right oh on. boy. <laughs> this is really good. Real quick, shout out Scofflaw. I don't often drink your beers, uh, but I will admit that uh, this Dirty Beach, Dirty Beaches, is pretty good. Have y'all checked your boy out seven to midnight on Rock One Hundred Point Five? Yeah, I heard you on there. That's oh, sweet. Yeah. yeah. Of course, I'm not really allowed to say Rock because the podcast is very separate from the station. We're not allowed to use like the graphics when we promote the podcast because I don't want them knowing it. No, it's fine. Yeah. I like this, is your, a, this is your thing. I like you being my little baby. It's a little baby. <laughs> You're all little package. Mm. Is that my a little, little baby over there? Bundle of joy. He's <laughs> saying <laughs> it sitting right over there. All right, Eli. Yo. Mm, if you had to be on a reality TV show, which one are you choosing? <clears throat> Surreal Life. The season with, uh, what's his name? Flavor Flav. <laughs> oh, Flavor Flav. Did y'all watch Surreal Life on MTV? Oh, my God. I forgot it's the about throwback. That. Yeah, wow. I watched See, that's what we, I, like 2001, 2002. That's what we were watching. Cribs. Yeah. Surreal Life. Oh, they my, my ride. ride. <laughs> Dude. The, great, the greatest. Next. <laughs> Come Next. on, we're going to keep going. Made. Room, made. room Raiders. MTV Made Room Raiders. Oh, yeah. Room Raiders. Oprah. <laughs> Oprah, 4 o'clock. Every single day after school, yeah, baby. Yeah, my mom would watch it. Get home. Like, I remember. Uh, I'm I remember, crying. I love Oprah. I remember with Room Raiders, if, kid, they went through, if they went through the underwear drawer, I was like, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, we're going to see thongs. We're going to see thongs. We're going to see thongs, and I'm going to think about that later. <laughs> I'll fight people over. We're going to see thongs, and I'm happy. I'll I'll fight I love over. how that was always the go-to, though. It I was, was like, like where's their underwear the drawer? Yeah. Always their clothes. Oh, he's like, got yeah. porn. <laughs> oh, what is this for? <laughs> oh, my God. It this clearly is, could be a sex toy, but it's a brush. Let's get the black light out. It's a hairbrush. But what are we going to use this for later, Madeline? I don't know. He doesn't know. Oh, my God. They don't yeah. know we're singing a van at Carl's Jr. right now. Yeah. And uh, what was the only with, with the parents? The parents picked oh, the Oh, parental control. Parental control. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Yeah, oh, they're on the dates. The dates Why is her hand so close to his crotch? Look, they're kissing. Look, <laughs> April, oh they're kissing. Oh, my God. I don't like the way he's looking here. at her. So, I, I see, now we like to act out skits, so. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta love the 2000s. Oh, <laughs> God, dude. The, the, I did a power hour time. last night. Everybody, anybody ever done a power hour where you try to get drunk within an hour? Playlist of music, and every time the song changes, you have to take a sip of beer. Oh. I killed three 16 ounce Natterdays in 15 minutes. Wow. And uh, I was mm. pretty drunk, but the playlist, the playlist was late 90s, early 2000s rock. Mm. What some, I was quite some gems. Oh, I'm sure. Some, Going to my some real right classic now. gems. <laughs> Dude, Where was, was this playlist on? Yeah, YouTube. Oh, you the, know the old YouTubers. Yeah, that's right, our so, that, that's our source of television. Uh, say that cable. again. So you you have an hour. You have, have one hour. Okay, so there's an hour worth of music uh -huh. that's probably twenty five sni second snippets of a song from this you know okay. categorized genre playlist. 
And every time the song changes, you have to take a sip of beer or whatever your beverages you have of the night within an hour. And it's intended to pregame. So within the hour before you go out somewhere, you're already fucking lit. I, I mean, like within, within 15 minutes, within 15 minutes, I was three nighter days. I was like, damn. I've never understood the pro. Like, you know, okay, so I, I'm going to give you your perfect. They're not very frequent in the yeah. house. I'm just going to say that. Your perfect job is doing voiceovers. <laughs> Mine? Yes. You should hear some stuff I have on my computer. Oh, I've, we got some good shit. Because I used to be a professional voiceover actor. And How do we get into that business? That's something I'm trying to look into. Yes. There's a lot of I, People I, think I'm crazy. They're like, why are you talking like that? Yeah. I don't know. It's a I would love to do voiceover. You would I, be I've so always perfect. wanted to voiceover animated, like, you we know, do voices We should have down this. Cartoons. We'll show you our car commercial. You know, my claim to fame is I did. I voiced the last ever Dos Equis Most Interesting Man in you the World commercials. Say. Yeah. The one that ran wow. all over all TV and radio all over the country. I'm sitting right across from a celebrity. Wow. Boy. Wow. I'm a celebrity because of my 7 to midnight on Rock 100.5. Rock 100. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but yeah, that was fun. It was like, from the world of the most interesting man comes his coveted collection. You know, when he was retiring? Yeah. <laughs> the first one, the good one. Look, yeah. my dad's calling me like he doesn't know what we're doing. Like, oh, and uh, he's already called me once over here, too. It's great. You would be a great voiceover actor. Like, for certain roles, you would... Like, you have a perfect dad voiceover role. <laughs> like you'd be the perfect dad. I'd be a great father. You have that <laughs> Maybe look. not in real life. Maybe not in real life. I, I, was, I used to train dogs, and I had a client one day tell me that I would be a great father because of how I train dogs. Mm. That, I don't know how to take that, and I told her thank you. <laughs> that was his BDSM role play sit. club. But, uh, yeah, I was like, sit, stay, stay, no, no. God damn it. Sit the fuck down. <laughs> Fucking stay. Speak. Shut up. Speak. Give me your shake. Shake. God damn it. He's not lit. He's tired. Fuck it. He's we have not a, listening. We have a dog named Dio. We, we Put him, him in the crate. Put him in his crate. I'm not fucking, I'm done with this. Put him in the dirt. Put him in the dirt. Put him in the dirt. <laughs> we have a dog. Uh, we we trained him to uh, know the difference between right and left hand. You can go like right, right, left, left, right, left. And I go, trained him to do paradiddles. He what? was the first yeah. puppy that I had ever had. So when I became a dog trainer, I had, I, you know, I needed a dog to practice on. Well, he got a dog that we knew the time it came out of his mother's vagina. He just told me what to do, and I reinforced it. All right, <laughs> so he, all the he came, he, he came into our lives, and uh, I was like, awesome. I'm practice on Dio, and so after Ronnie, he lived Dio? after Ronnie, Ronnie James, James, baby. Well, I'm like Ronnie James. <laughs> yeah, when when he gets in trouble, it's Ronnie James. What have you done? <laughs> yes. Anyway, so we taught him to shake. But then we wanted to teach him individual hands. So I got to where I could teach him, give me your right, left, and he'd give you your corresponding one to him. So it's not necessarily the hand you're reaching out. If I'm handing out, if I'm reaching out my right hand, that's technically his left paw. So I can say, give me your right hand, and it's my left hand going down, and he gives me his right. You know what I mean? So then I got to where I could give him patterns, and I say, right, left, right, right. Put my hand down, and he would go right, left, right, right. And then do left, right, left, left. That's so I taught the dog shit. how to do paradiddles. It's completely random too. We'll just listen yeah. to you. And do That's it. awesome. We've he also knows like, how to like, bang. Oh my god! Yeah. If someone gets really high and you do that trick, they must be like, dude. Freaking. They come to the house. I just saw that episode of Rick and Morty. It is, it is like a full blown entertainment circus. We got dogs that do all kinds of stuff. Well, I used to have a uh, basset hound. Rest in peace, Pete. He uh, he could praise Jesus. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I was like, tell me you love the Lord, Jesus. Tell me you love your Lord, Pete. And he'd be We're like, We're still finding Ooh. slobber all over our house from him. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's been dead a year now, and I'm still finding Pete slobber in nooks and crannies. I'm like, How in the hell? Because he'd shake so, his head and it's sling. He's like, know? knock over the trash can every morning. Because, you know, Bassett House, they smell something. There's like, mm. Your dinner, if you weren't ready to eat it, dude, right then, you better put it somewhere where he could not get it. Because if he one time got, table. he one time got, we, had, we made 
How much food is, did he eat? Well, like, one time yours? we oh so much. Dude. A lot. I, I I went hungry so many nights because of that dog. <laughs> we uh, one time made some special brownies and he ate the entire. Uh, pan the bottom left. We, we, the bottom yeah, of the pan. Yeah, the bottom of the pan. And we walk in and he's swaying like, you know, somebody looking at Jack Cassidy or something, you know. Yeah, he's just like, oh, fuck, you know. <laughs> and uh, he can barely keep his eyes open. He ate the, uh, our buddy who made the brownies did not spray the he pan. Licked, so he, they were a he licked the pan the thing. clean. He ate it clean. We were out back smoking a cigarette and he, uh, we came in, the pan was in the floor empty and we were like, oh my God. Just whining. Yeah, you know what to do. Anyway, and then he patted me like, oh. But Pete could praise Jesus. I'd <laughs> He's say, like, tell me you Marley, love your man. Lord. Yeah, tell me you love the Lord, and he'd be like, oh. I swear, I Scott. Like, tell me a little bit louder. Be more passionate about it. Let him hear it. And he'd be like, oh. I'm like, come on, <laughs> let God hear it. He's way up there, and he go, oh. He'd get louder and louder. Uh, Jesus doesn't like sinners. Yeah, Jesus don't like sinners, Pete. And knocking over the trash can is a fucking sin. But like waking up every morning at like five In o'clock. My house. Five o'clock, and then you, you could hear it, dude. You'd be laying in bed because your alarm would go off. You'd be already awake, and then next thing you know, you'd hear, boom. That's or the trash the middle can. Of the night, or the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah, in the middle of the night, you know, you'd hear the trash can hit the floor, and then you would hear, you know, rummage, 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 and then you hear the flap of the dog door, and you'd walk out back, yeah. and you would need to call Gwinnett County Corrections to come clean your backyard because there's trash <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Dude, I used to walk out back and go, we need to call the boys in Orange to come clean this, dude, because mm-hmm. it is a mess. Like, and it would be overnight, because not only did we have the one dog, we had the other two. So he would be the culprit, get all the trash ready for everybody to eat. Everybody mm-hmm. come pick their favorite piece, or pieces, and go out back and chew it and shred it to pieces. So you got three mm-hmm. dogs destroying trash out back? Oh, my God. That's fucked up. <laughs> You'd be a great, you would have been a great pastor, too, with your voice. I went to school for youth pastoring. Um, <laughs> Are you serious? Sure did. And I changed it. Imagine how different your life would be. I changed it two weeks in uh, to be a history teacher. Austin 316, read it. Austin 316. Man, I couldn't stand my youth pastor growing up. Nice guy. Nice, kind of, whatever. But he, he was Good intentions. One, yeah. He, he was the one that tried too hard to connect with uh, the young people. He'd be like, yo, Jackson, what's going on, Home Biscuit? How you doing, small fry? Good to see you, bro. Good to see you. You ready? You ready we to learn? We definitely had one of those in our lives. Absolutely. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah we have. Uh, highlights and advisor. It's funny. The guy who took over, the original youth pastor left, and then the guy who came in was 24 years old, and he had to take over 150 kids. I cannot be being he younger went, than not, I am now. He was clueless. And I, I was 18, and he was 24, so that's not a bad age difference. You know, it's only six so, years. He came in, though, and we were at the time juniors going into our senior year of high school. So he's 24 coming in. And he has no idea what to do. He's he been an us. intern at a church. He gave us full reign of the place. He looked to the oldest kids in the youth group and said, you've been here a long time. Help me. He gave us keys to the church. He gave us keys to the church. He gave us the credit card. And not only we that, the keys car. to his car. And he was like. Y'all get to do whatever y'all want to as long as it helps me and it helps the church. Well, you go to church. No, well, we, no. Well, we were there. We were the church. No, but we were like the production but, people, yeah, the we band. Were, we were in the band. We did all of the AV stuff on Sundays and Wednesdays. So not only did we play on stage, but afterwards we would ha- we'd have to do our own sound checks before. So at, at rehearsal before the service or whatever, we're doing our own sound checks. Somebody go out there and mix a little bit, and then you'd go play the instrument that you didn't play because you were mixing, and then somebody else would go and mix your instrument in with you know everything. Yeah, at eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and then and then after that, you were in charge of running the computers and the lights and everything else in the video. Well, we had other people that. in the team. Obviously, you can't do that while you're playing. Oh, you know but. who has to be the most pissed off person in a church? 
The drummers. God. It, oh. No. Oh, God. I got <laughs> God. <laughs> Sorry, I cracked jokes. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> These people aren't enjoying themselves. Oh, man. That one guy's looking at Pornhub while he's in. No. That is hilarious. I was, I was standing in line at a place. Listen, I was, okay. Hold on. <laughs> Talking about drummers in churches, though. I was the drummer in the church. You just I, go, psh, psh, it was. I played drums. Listen, I did. I played behind without a drum shield for about a year in the church. And then they're like, God damn it, you're a jet engine. We got to contain this. So they bought yeah, we had, this. We had people complaining. Yeah. And the neighbors behind the church were fucking calling the police. <laughs> and they were calling the church complaining. See, we were. So this was not a mega church at any means. It was a small church. Yeah, I mean, it was, early, pre- it was pretty it was, large. It was the but early it was, stages of before churches got yeah crazy. Huge. It was the largest church before the definition of a mega church. Yeah, two thousand one you know I mean? was real life was on TV. Yeah, so um, they put me behind a drum shield. That's cool. Well, then they got those padded things that you put on top of the drum shield, like a roof. That still didn't work. So then they built a climate controlled booth drum house. We call those drum cages. I saw a meme. It said, "Churches promise to raise drum or cage-free drummers." Cage-free drummers. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, they put me in a drum house. I got so pissed off that I took it down after about playing with it for six months, and uh, <laughs> played without it. Youth pastor got really pissed off. So what did he, he say? To, why huh? disrespect me like that? Yeah, he said, "Why do you disrespect me? I told you not to take it down." Dead quiet in the room. But I did it. Anyway, I so, contact not broken. <laughs> so anyway, I was so sick and tired of it, and uh, then the new pastor came in, and uh, he gave me house. he gave me permission to burn it. We burned it. We threw I axes took it at down it and, and burned that drum house that was built. One time we, I spray behind pa- the church behind I spray the church painted something. I, I burned. It was the drum called house. Project Rebirth because oh, yeah. we were like trying to restart this church or whatever when we were juniors, seniors in high school, mm-hmm. and I just spray painted on the wall Project Rebirth, and he's like, "Why'd you do that?" He said, well, do you want to go to Walmart and get more spray paint and just do that all over the wall? I was like, yeah. It was insane. Crazy life. He graffitied on a wall inside the church. How many convinced. sermons do we listen to? Three did, or four? Did you catch that? He graffitied inside the wall of a church. <laughs> got in trouble for it. You wouldn't and in paint the, the walls the temple. And then in the meantime, convinced the youth pastor that it was okay to do and convinced I him to I didn't convince go. him. And he then, took me to Walmart to get it. That's what I mean. But the, the wordage of why did you do that? I don't know. Look, cool. You want to go to Walmart, get more, and do it again? Sure. What? <laughs> but are y'all still churchgoers? Uh, no. Uh, I, I, I play at church, but, you know. Politics and religion don't go together, and unfortunately in this world, you cannot have both inside of a church, and it affects it deeply. We're not talking about Democrat or Republican. We're talking about, per, like, the politics, the, the hierarchies, the the work of a church. Because once you start working in church, you realize that oh, this is. We were on staff for the church, not so we were students, and then you know, we Wait, were, are, are y'all talking like a, a Baptist church, a Methodist? Methodist. Methodist. Methodist? So we're going to heaven, yeah. no matter what. Yeah, <laughs> I grew up Baptist. So I haven't yeah. been inside of a church. I haven't been to the church that we were raised and played music and worked at. I haven't been there Just in probably playing. three years. Yeah, so and yeah. I could go back tomorrow and get Baptist, or you know. So y'all saved, me- and I'm going to heaven again. Y'all are Methodists, I'm Baptist, so we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Your services are way too long. I heard a guy. Yeah, yep. I heard a guy in Waffle House. Way too long, dude. I heard a guy in Waffle House last night saying, I believe in one race, the human race, like loud as hell. Is that like, word? Just unprovoked? No, it's he was talking Catholic, to some It's people. the Catholics that are going to hell. Oh, man. <laughs> Unless they say 13 Hail Marys. More than that, st- dude. They got a lot And stay away from garlic. 
a lot to say. Yeah. I don't know. I dated a Catholic, a Catholic chick one time in high school, and her dad They're was the deacon pale. for the church. I was engaged to a Catholic. Really? Ugh. Yep. I, mean, I got nothing wrong with that. I just don't agree because I don't think a human being can forgive you of your sins or has the power to say, you know what? God tells me he forgives you, so he does. And I I, I grant you that part. Well, it's then, like you have to have a liaison by, yeah. between you and God. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to have a relationship first. But, oh, uh, hey. man. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Take him to school, Eli. No, Here I'm, we not, go. I, I'm not qualified. Preacher Eli, go. And also, Preacher Eli, go. Shit. I don't give a shit. I'm just everybody spitting out what I know, all right? Hallelujah, <laughs> everybody. So, I'm brainwashed. How have Do y'all have albums out or... Yeah, we actually, uh, we have two singles out, but we've, we're saving money, playing a lot of gigs, saving money for 50 gigs. Memorabilia for you to go buy at our shows yeah. and stuff, you know? Well, we, uh, we, we have an EP coming out. Yeah. November, November 1st. 1st. November 1st? November yep. 1st. Ooh. Four song EP. We have songs on Spotify already. ITunes. You can go to SoundCloud if you want to find those deep tracks that are for free, obviously. Yeah. Yep. We got, uh, we have two songs out on iTunes and Spotify and wherever else you tell Alexa to play music yeah. from. Well, and, uh, uh Whatever song y'all want to send me a MP3 file and we'll play it going into. I can give it to you when we're done with this. Ah, beautiful, beautiful. I got it on my phone. Yeah. Y'all have any merch or anything? That's what we're saving money for. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, being in the sign industry, we get to make free stickers all day long. Ah. Yeah. Nice. So uh, we so can we'll, digitally I'll try, print yeah, those. I'll try boys. to do like a different sticker every show, every few shows, but those are kind of slowed down now. But I don't want to pay hundred and thirty dollars for stickers. I like giving them for free. That yeah. would yeah. remember. Our stickers are always free. They always will be. I'll take a dollar. Stickers what are you going to do with a dollar? Free. Yeah. You want a dollar for a cigarette? Y'all bring no, me a sticker? No, we're not in my truck. Sorry. You got to bring no. me a sticker? We don't I have it right It now. was going to go on my wall of bands. Dang. Why didn't you tell me? I feel like we'll see you again in like four days. I, I, feel, I think you might. <laughs> yeah. 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 I right. might have maybe some stickers I'm, for you then. Maybe I'll make an appearance. Hey. Can you do that at work? Also, I have Actually, I'm being paid. Yeah. I have to be there. I'll send you the files. They're literally paying me and you to be there, so we have to be there. Can I just make, can we just make you like 30 of them and different ones and give it to you? Because we'll, I'll give you like one of each one we have. I'm down to yeah. clown. Our whole can collection. You do that? Do you know how to, we'll, we'll talk about this later. I'm sorry. So, uh, <laughs> uh, would y'all play anywhere outside of Atlanta? We, uh, we we're going to be, ooh, ooh. We're, we're going to be at the Henry County Fair, November ooh. 2nd. That's, fun fact, that's inside Georgia still. Yeah. Oh, Henry no. County, <laughs> Georgia. We're going to be at the fair on, on, uh, the second, which is the uh, which is a Saturday night. No, bring, bring in the sexy rock and roll and all the funnel kicks right. you can. Des- or is it design. Friday? It's either Friday or Saturday. Shit, I got it. We have uh, we have some. Eli, are you breaking my mic over no, there? No, it's just like, I need to tighten this little thing right here. Thing with Jigger. I don't um, even know how these. It's work, good. So no, I, just, I went I just to audio hold. school. Watch out, bro. I just hold, but you know these are very expensive. I know. Hmm. I- <laughs> you musicians, you know. No, yeah, sure. But sure. The key is to always <laughs> that's the brand. Twist sure. this and not twist the mic. Yeah, at least on ours, they're sure microphones. Mine's just a badass. No, but we uh, we've played in Birmingham. We've played in Gadsden, Alabama. We have um, we've made some connections up in Nashville recently. We're gonna try to play something there. They're gonna go down to Florida. It's just about knowing who you, knowing where to go, who to call. So that's what we're working on. And now. Uh, working full time jobs too. But we're also trying to take over Georgia first, or Atlanta, the Atlanta area first. Mm-hmm. Just dominate. We've been, this is our fourth year since we started fifteen. So this is our fourth year of playing the we've playing Atlanta in, market. No, two years solely. And we, so, we, our first show was like 2000 and late 2017 at the Union, and we went on at 1 a.m. and we did that. Then we went to work the next day. We did that for a long time and made no money and had to pay eight dollars for a PBR. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. still make no yes. money. <laughs> Thank you, Union, for starting us. But, but uh, we still drink there. PBR. <laughs> As a band, you drink the free, the cheap beer, whatever's right. cheap and free. We are a I'll PBR. Spend extra I mean, we have a PBR neon in the kitchen. So I mean, we are a uh, if it's 
Semi-class. What do you want? You got a PBR? Perfect. But of course, you know, I, I love my good beers. I like a Budweiser every now and then. You know, y'all should uh, get sponsored by a brewery. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine. That, uh, that makes life pretty easy. Scofflaw. But but I, I what I realized, I used to be in really, really good shape, right? And uh, and then I get the beer sponsor, and as a man, when you get, I think free beer is kind of the mecca, right? You know, whenever you want it, you get it. But these are like, you know. Along with a lot of things. <laughs> these are like, you know, high caloric beers. You know, there's a lot in it. So cut down a few extra unwanted pounds from drinking. Because, you know, if I have a tough day at the radio station, I'll be like, you know, I'm just going to go to the brewery, get a pint or so. And then. You, you drink three, and then you get, like, a six-pack to go for the house. and Go sleep. green, man. Go, mm. green. go green. Bay Packers. <laughs> go green. You know, the best beer I've Instead ever had. Instead of ounces, it comes in grams. <laughs> go that green. Awesome. You know, the best beer I've ever had is in Wisconsin, though. It's really? only sold in Wisconsin. Mm. It's called that butter in it? Man, he, Eli does, like, <laughs> cracking his jokes. Sorry, I'm... <laughs> I mean, I a love lot of it. popsicle sticks, all right? I love it, Mr. Playboy. <laughs> Laffy Taffy's. Playgirl <laughs> sold out. <laughs> Do you have a Playgirl shirt? No. Oh. Do I have Playgirl magazines? Maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> love his little pause there. Uh-huh. Like you thought he might say yes. Oh. <laughs> the suspense is killing me. Yeah. Don't stop. <laughs> don't stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want to see you under your I've throat. had a busy weekend, so this is blowing off some steam, I reckon. <laughs> Have I had a busy weekend? No, I've had a lot of fun. I slept. I've been uh, off for a month, so you've been off work. Yeah, he's had a lot of time to kill. Yeah, I've been uh, in between jobs for the moment. Ah, so he's started a a new job recently. So it's all good in that hood, man. I got money. I got an egg. Responsible adults with four hundred one ks and saving accounts. My brother was off work. Was off for like eight months. Dang, son. Was he John C. Riley and Step Brothers? <laughs> he, uh, he was a financial person, made a lot of money, and then he's like, ah, fuck my job, and he left, and now he just started his own financial consulting firm. See, Matt pops the Chris for him Consult- not being here. Chris, he, he was in UGA, and he was like in his third year, he's going for accounting, and he's like, fuck this, I don't want to do this, and he quit. Man, a bunch of quitters, man. Go to college, get a degree. No, I'm glad he didn't, because then we wouldn't have a killer bass player like we do. Well. Yeah. We still Chris, have a great friend. Though. Chris has a deeper pocket than a pair of Levi's. Oh, y'all didn't even say what you play in Warsaw Clinic. Well, I, this is Eli. I play guitar. I'm Austin, and I play the drums. And Chris Parker, who's not with us, is our bass player. Who's your singer? Eli Browder. <laughs> oh, you sing too full-time? <laughs> oh, well, do you? yes, I do. Right, We're yeah. a little three-piece. We are the uh, that little three-piece from Atlanta. Yeah, well, a little copyright. Three-piece. little tripod. <laughs> I said you know, Texas, we're from Atlanta. Yes, it's easy top thing if you didn't know I'm, that. I, yeah. I've been meeting more and more two-pieces lately. Yeah, really? you know why? It yeah. pisses me off, dude. Get a bass player. Thank no, you. it doesn't mind me if you're a two-piece and you're Get good. Get a bass player. But if, if you, you can be a bass player and, and a drummer and it's jamming, okay. Royal Blood, for instance. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to be a guitar player and a bass and a drummer, Get a bass player. Just listen to Black Keys. Even they have a bass on their drink for some reason. Guitar by itself with drums don't work. A really good two-piece in Atlanta. I just had them on the podcast. They're called Fury and Few. Yeah. Yes. Well, they're, yeah, they're, they're they're a pretty rambunctious little group. We played with them down in McDonald's. McDonald. Motorheads. <laughs> oh, you played with Fury and Few? Yeah. Yeah. Down in Motorheads. Yeah. It's, uh, that, that's our home away from home when we consider Atlanta home. Motorheads and McDonough. I mean, we play there quite my a friend bit. Michael Norton, shout out to him. He does great work down there. And Michael Norton will take care of you. Like a high end rock. They pay well promoter, too down there. Even though you're just a little no. And you know. he has the lights. It's like insane. Like, what the heck? 
and there's a lot of people there. Like I saw uh, Royal Thunder there. Uh, I can't remember who else was with them. My PBR Pearl Bottom Radio, and it was just an insane show. It was packed. Like we couldn't even walk in. You were you were there. Yeah, it was uh the Motorheads. That's a great place. Our boy uh, Michael. It's Norton. lit down there. Fans. I've never been there. You got to go check out Motorheads. They just Motorheads. recently got raided for illegal gambling. Sweet. Oh, oh nice. On the radio, they've already heard that enough. What was on the radio the other day? <coughs> uh, was it on the other day? No, the other day, six months ago, ago. It was on the radio, so I'll bring it back. <laughs> I imagine in a place like Motorheads, you can smoke inside. Oh, oh hell yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. man. They got it's got a motorcycle on the sign. Austin's face. Oh hell yeah. He's excited. Yeah. You can see the shadow of oh, the man. Confederate flag hanging on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there's a... Uh, they have the Confederate wall. flags hanging all up in that motherfucker. Oh, near Temple, Georgia, there's uh, a, an oyster place. It has no sign on it. People just... The locals just know that's the place. Right. Mm-hmm. They serve some of the best baked oysters I've ever had, mm. but it's the most racist restaurant you'll ever go into. Well, no, that's how it goes sometimes. <laughs> you just see past it. Enjoy the food and go. <laughs> His voice makes everything sound okay, right? It's like like he's talking to us. You're gonna get through this, sweetie. It's just it'll be all right. It'll be, it's gonna be okay. It's just a time in your life. Get to know him a little bit. It'll be a little bit of a. It's just a little bit of a swell. <laughs> I promise. I promise. Calmer waters will come your way. <laughs> he should have been a doctor and given like. Can some you do like a little like love radio skit? Love radio. That old love radio. Yeah. That love radio. <laughs> we got Mr. Burt Bacharach. Coming up, we have Burt Bacharach on this evening. <laughs> Mine is. Giving you the tunes to the baby making. When the Burt Bacharach is a rockin', don't come a knockin'. <laughs> Ladies. Yeah. And please don't come in. That's the line to my parents. <laughs> Ladies, open your knees and feel the breeze because the heat and beatin's coming your way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, he should have been a doctor, and he'd be like, and he'm telling someone they have cancer, and they would have been. I'm, like, I am so sorry, but um, you have liver cancer, but it's okay. It'll be all right. You're uh, not the best. <laughs> it's not the worst I've seen, and it's not the best. But you, um, you're going to make it through. We have good medicine. Um, Suddenly, I feel better. Ooh, you were the Kaiser. Actually, Permanente? hey, look, this report is clearing up in my hands as I speak. <laughs> <laughs> it's going away. <laughs> Come back and see me next Tuesday. <laughs> How would you handle uh, having to tell someone their family member just died? God, see, that, I can't. Your mom's dead. Yeah, you know. <laughs> no, <laughs> shut up. No, I'll be like, hey. Eli, shut up. <laughs> you know, it's like a, uh, I, don't, I don't know. We've had, uh, we've had quite a few friends whose uh, parents have died. And oh, well, then we don't. They've mean. been, well, no, I'm, I'm just saying like, We've had quite a few friends whose parents have died, and we've gotten those phone calls late at night from them, you know, saying, hey, my mom's died, my dad died, or whatever. I have no idea how I'd be able to say that, you know, to somebody if I had to tell somebody that their own mom had died and they didn't know it yet, like a doctor or a police officer or something, you know, military. I have no idea. I think it's just one of those you know? things. Military. It's just one of those things you have to tell me. I don't, um, yeah, right, I mean, you know? it's just, I mean, there is, you. I guess you become a very solemn, soulless person in that moment, or you might it might harden you to the point where you're that way for, for life, but it definitely takes a special somebody to be able to, you know, I, I should say, go through that without being, you know, affected by anything else, alcohol or whatever. To be, I would, uh, to be a sober person and have that job, <laughs> good on you. I would <laughs> because be like, I couldn't do that. I'd be like, um, I'm sorry, but if, uh, you know, maybe the bright side, if you have a trust fund, you know, good for you. Your life insurance? <laughs> You're set. I feel like I'll, your I'll insurance from here it. on out. You're good. With like a clown suit or something. 
But Man, um, you're just like stuck in early 2000s, yeah. aren't you? I mean. <laughs> It's, it's embarrassing. Just, it's when, how we, when we were raised, man. <laughs> My dad still quotes shit. I'm like, I didn't watch The Lone Ranger on TV in 78. Yeah. <laughs> so many people remember their childhood. I, try, I tried to block mine out for some reason. Well, I'm sorry. I don't remember shit. I had an all right childhood. <laughs> hey, completely normal. You know, it was a huge disappointment, that Area 51 raid. Everybody got arrested. Yes. Didn't happen? I actually saw that it happened. No, no, people it showed happen? up. It, it Absolutely. They didn't raid it. They just had a DJ set up and people uh -oh. were, you know. Hey, people got arrested. Well, yeah. Those people need to be weeded out. And how know? many people got through? Nobody. 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 What <laughs> fucking idiots, dude? We need a Who population in their right mind. It was probably somebody that partakes in the same curricular activities we do, but is, doesn't have a smart, good head on their shoulders, sitting around going, man, we're going to raid that place. Man, well, they can't just stop us. They can't <laughs> stop us. They're so, not going to be able to stop a thousand of us. Um, I beg to differ, dude. Black Hawk helicopters, Apaches and shit flying overhead. Mounted fifty cows on top of Humvees, oh, yeah. and they can't stop you. We've all You're seen a the fucking idiot. We've all seen the end of Last oh Samurai. My god. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Not you even saw Tom Cruise can get through. You saw no. Selma, Alabama, and that was just a peaceful protest march. Right. You're trying to get in somewhere they don't want you. <laughs> and they're they going to keep your and ass. And they got out. staff. Yeah, <laughs> they're paid to do this. To and they're just you waiting the for you to out. come. Like I've been waiting for this my whole life. Sitting yeah. there in that come guard on, tower, baby. Come on, come on. That's how I'm at in Desert Storm. Running. That's easy. Because you see jarheads, right? Because they're like just wanting to shoot mm -hmm. their gun and oh, just yeah. have some carnage. The pink mist. Well, the, so the yeah. thing was, the Air Force, <laughs> like some employee from the Air Force, uh, tweeted out like any millennials that try to break through will be met with. Uh, uh, shelter bombs or whatever they called it. You know, just like making a joke, but obvious statement, and then people got offended, so they had to issue an apology for... Why are you going to apologize as the military <laughs> when you said, don't come here? Do I... Now, am I sitting here supporting saying that they're not hiding something? No. Of course they're fucking You're hiding You're going to get shit. shot if you run too fast Your in the own post county office. government. <laughs> your own county government is hiding shit from you. But... On the national level, Area 51, you know, they don't want you coming in there. They made and for it you to try to, And for you to try to get in, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. And for them to have to issue an apology. Have you ever tried to climb over barbed wire? Yeah. Or razor wire? You ever try to break into a prison? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> try well, to get so, the fuck out. So there was this one guy that That's was... Way to put it. There was this one guy that was being interviewed I saw. He was like, well, if I run in a zigzag, maybe I can dodge the bullets. <laughs> you know what moves? Turrets. It's crazy. They rotate. There's also a guy. Yeah. yeah. Can you trace around you seven different people shooting at you? <laughs> Just some, uh, some drone locks on you on you know, from above. You're not zigzagging away from that. No. no. God damn and they, it. And they said many times, they said, we will uh, protect America's assets at all costs. Yeah. That means if you're running through their Braveheart style, they're going... What are you? What are you going to do when you get inside there? You think the outside is protected? You're gonna get to a fucking door. Okay, what if you actually? You're gonna get inside. You're not gonna just get inside the gate. You're gonna have to drive for an hour probably to get to the fucking building that you're gonna come to. So you've now made another road trip on top of the road trip to get to the gate outside. And what happens and what when are you they find doing? the alien? Yeah. Well, no, fuck the alien. I'm what happens about, when somebody calls for a backup? What do they think? You get in the building and it's just like a, a red carpet? You've made it. Yeah. You've made it through. Well, it's not Willy Wonka, One son. UFO you didn't show alien. up to the fucking Willy Wonka factory with a golden ticket. You were there and you have five stars on GTA right now. Five fucking stars. They are doing anything and everything to get rid of you. Up, up, down, down, left, right, yeah. 
cars. They have what, now that locked, flying cars? All the aliens are now in their cages in the basement. They've locked all them up. And there is four hallways of security locked doors to get to those bitches. So good luck. Good luck. I almost just said. He knows he's been there. You get, you, get, you get through the doors at Area 51 and a bunch of armed soldiers just like, you Good made it. job, you man. Fuck yeah. Hopefully dude. they shoot you in the knee first. <laughs> no, honestly, man, if you make it's it, harder you for me to it. get in here to go to work, dude. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> if you make it past all those guns and all those doors, you deserve Area 51. Right, right, yeah, right through these doors is where the aliens are. You've made We're it. We're turning through. over the land to you, son. <laughs> this is yours now. Do with it what you will. <laughs> then an elevator goes out of the roof. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, you know, then they kill friend. you. Then they kill you. And then guess what? <laughs> they thought about up, but not down. <laughs> and they scrub any existence of you ever. Yeah. Or, you know, they kill, exactly. your, they kill your family. and You wake uh, up on a beach somewhere with a different ID in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can get used to this. But first of all, you're not even going to make it that far. So. Yeah. Oh, that was funny. It's just a lot of effort. I feel like. That was so good. That was a good one. <laughs> what, you, what would you do if you actually got that far? He wouldn't I'm know. I'm not he dumb wouldn't. enough. No. If you could, though, like if, if you could get into Area 51, what would you do? I can't afford the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> if I actually got there, I'd probably masturbate on one of the aliens. Yeah, right. You try to bust in that real quick. Like, Let me tell you something. If you're trying to pull a wet noodle. You know how hard it is to jack off in front of your own dog looking at you? <laughs> and then also while there's Imagine red lights, this red light flashing. off-colored creature looking at you going... <laughs> And you're going to try to fucking bust a nut? Your own dog looking at you is hard enough. And this thing here, that you don't know its behavior. You know a dog's just going to sit there and look at you. This thing in the corner that's making the noises, it's about to rip your dick off, Jackson. What if it starts like fingering you over like, come on. Yeah, yeah. what if it wants some? What if it knows what it is? And it's like, come here. Turns out it's just Courtney Love laying flat. Oh, my God. Oh, my cheeks hurt. Oh, God. It's Courtney Love. It's just Courtney Love. Oh, God. With a little disco With a ball. shotgun. Yep. And she kills you. There you go. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, but, you know, they said that here's what the, and we're going to wrap up, wrap up the alien topic with this. All right. So they, Tom DeLong, you know, Blink-182, that now is the massive UFO enthusiast. They, the... Uh, Navy came out or whoever it was Navy, said that yeah. said that his videos were real of UFOs. Dumbest thing they could have done. And said that they shouldn't have gotten out. Oh man. Well, if it's public video, then who the hell cares? If it's Tom DeLong taking these videos and it wasn't an Air Force or Navy or military camera taking them, then no, no, they, they, were, I don't know. So they said they this were is real. the first time photos he sent them. The photos Navy, he sent them. So Tom DeLong said, hey, man, I've taken these videos. Look at them. Is he this had, shit real? Was that an event in L.A. that everyone was filming a couple of years ago, a year ago? Do you remember off the top of your head? But, no, the, the Navy had videos they had gotten of the flying UFOs and Tom DeLong. And they matched uh, up. Both of them came out, and yeah, and they said these were real, and huh. these should not have gotten out. That's, now, here's what I think. Where would you read that Twitter? I think it's Zanyan? just some billionaire who had some company build him like a crazy aircraft, and he's just fucking with everybody. Area 51 was an inside job raid. What? <laughs> it's an inside to, job. Trying to make it, we need the population lower. Honestly, though, if I had kiss my ass money, I'd probably fuck with the population, too. Oh, yeah. Oh. Like. Yeah, what? What? In the, in the ways of making a uh, UFO? It'd be hilarious. Tax right? cuts? You, you know where I would take that <laughs> UFO? 
Probably uh, the same places they're taking it now, because if you notice, the only people that claim to see UFOs are fucking Bill and Jeff. <laughs> I fucking saw that thing, man. Damn, man, I was in the deer stand. La fuck, it come over, deer gone. I seen it. Came over, deer gone. Deer's fast. I just woke gone. up. My asshole was wrong. And you know why they keep it that? That's the most entertaining places to do it. So of course, yeah, of course I'd fuck with people. I'd fuck with Bill and Jeff, dude. They fucking yeah. Same. It's like the same person you, you've seen the whole leprechaun thing. Oh my God! You saw the leprechaun? Oh, Alabama my God. represent. <laughs> Just get a small person to uh, to dress up in a little alien. Same people seem Sasquatch. Yeah. Sam Squanch. Sam Squanch. All that stuff. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Same people that see all that, you know, kind of stuff. Same people that see UFOs. Same people. That in the see past them. month, there was apparently two Bigfoot sightings in North Georgia. <clears throat> on one on sure like that the Blairsville side. Yeah. Huh. One on the Blairsville side, and one like up in the Rabin County area. So. Really. Apparently, you show me one unbird. That's also picture. meth mountains up in there. So, oh yes, we're very. I'll believe there's a lot of meth uh, up in the old Bleeville. Yeah, it went from moonshine to meth. <laughs> we were very proud of our moonshine. We stayed. In they the don't same. know any other letters of the alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I just I don't know what I would do if I actually saw an unblurred picture of a conspiracy theory, hmm. like the whole UFOs, like a new flight. iPhone 11X Pro series. <laughs> Whatever quality picture, that's all I've seen these days on fucking any social media. God damn, look mm -hmm. at the fucking camera on this thing. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> Show me something. They do like look that. good, I'm not going to lie. I will believe every conspiracy That's the theory. thing, yeah. they're fake. Yeah. <laughs> Show me that quality of a picture mm -hmm. and I'll believe it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't want to hear your, I don't want to hear the audio from your hunting cam. Yeah. I want to see the video from your haunting camp. See? They I love those ghost the hunter shows with like the camera that's like sitting right in front of the whole time in the yeah. dark. And it was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hello. So, uh, <clears throat> top 10. That's <clears throat> where we're, we're going to talk some more music. Uh, top 10 love skills it. parents fear their kids won't have. So, we'll go around the room and we'll talk about if we do or do not have these skills. All right. Okay. How to deal with stress. Of yes. course, we know how to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Called beer, yeah. It's yeah, called yeah. It's, yes and no. Yeah. It's called libations. Libations. <laughs> yep. Libations. Man, I just want to get high and listen to you like read poetry or something like that. I promise you don't slam poetry though. I will. <laughs> if I pay you, if yeah, compensate. Compensate for your time. Yeah. All right. Uh, how to budget? Yeah. Nope. Ooh, I don't yeah. do that. Terrible. <clears throat> if I Terrible get a dollar, budget. I spend three. Uh -huh. Yep. Mm, not my problem. How to deal with a broken heart? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's back to the first. Back to the beer. first. <laughs> the libations. <laughs> yeah, the libations. Libations is a solution for many of these. Yeah. Uh, how that's to save like money? Uh, no, that's saying they budgeting. Hell no. Yeah, you just no. like a. That's the same question. Yes, Who I ask these. And Steve no, Harvey? it's not. It's number two and number four. Okay. <laughs> Continue. Uh, how to pay bills? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. We I, I don't that. miss those. Those are on time. How to drive a car? Yes. 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 Dealing with a mortgage. Mm. I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's the same as paying bills and uh, yeah. I don't have a mortgage, but I guess the mortgage is. I mean, it's, mortgages are cheaper than rent. You don't miss rent, then you're good to go on a mortgage payment. I guess. <clears throat> I'd rather have a mortgage payment because you get that money back one day. Right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But then something fucks up in your house, you're like, I got to handle this. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it does suck. <laughs> uh, how to look after yourself on a night out? Oh yeah. yeah. At what point? Yeah, what time of the night, I should say. What have I when am I doing? making this decision that I'm... <laughs> is it 4 no, o'clock yeah. or 1 o'clock? What day no, of the week is this? We're notoriously yeah. known for not driving drunk. <laughs> yeah, we are not drunk drivers. People are always like, y'all good? It's like, yeah, we stopped drinking five hours ago, dude. There you go. Yeah. We've been just smoking weed. Yeah, we've just been smoking weed, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How to change a tire? 
Yes. Yes. Yep. Michael, can you change a tire? Yeah. I don't think you can. I think you I don't lie. enjoy it. <laughs> no, it's never it fun. Because it always happens. <laughs> I saw this one guy, this poor guy, changing his tire on the traffic in a suit. Oh, like last mm. month or last month, yeah. He was just sweating. You saw the suit, the it coming through the suit, like rush hour traffic. <sighs> I've I've seen somebody's car actually come off the jack because right. they were doing it on like an incline. Ooh man. My one of my irrational fears in life is having a blowout going like eighty down eighty five. We oh, saw yeah. we saw a guy have a blowout right next to us and <clears throat> run off we the were side of eighty five. We were coming home from a show. Yeah, it was three o'clock in the morning. We were coming home from a Smithsville bar show. Or uh yeah. Was it anyway? And um, it was late, coming up uh, eighty five toward near Jimmy Carter, and yeah, this guy, I was going like eighty. He must be going like ninety, and he came flying past me. And right when he got up next to the truck, he blew his front uh, oh, left man. tire, and completely lost control and right into the wall. He cut over in front of my <clears> truck. <throat> when he hit, his debris went up over my truck, and he bounced off the wall and went across all lanes of traffic and up the embankment on the other side. And Chad's like, don't Damn. stop. We don't stop. He was like, he's like, just keep going. Our buddy that was with us, he's like, he was like, fuck no, this guy could probably be dead. Whoa. So I got out. I, I got off. We go running down 85, Eli and I do. And uh, he's standing outside his car looking at it when we get down to him. I'm like, oh my yeah, God. Thank God you're okay. Dude. He's like, I just got my car worked on two days ago. He said, when I drove to work this morning, something didn't feel right. Well, then you probably shouldn't have gone 90 up fucking 85, <laughs> homeboy. But, you know. Same group of people in a car. And we saw a car catch on fire while driving by uh, Infant Energy Center. Yeah. They were on fire. Oh, Disturbed is playing there on Wednesday. I'm going. I can't wait. <clears throat> oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's my safe word. <laughs> that was the transition for the power hour I was talking about earlier. Uh-huh. In between every song, it would go, <laughs> every time. So that was your little alert sip. to, like, take oh, a sip. funny. Oh God! So this is made. The power hour is made for drinking. Absolutely. There's That's playlists for the this. power hour. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a man I respect. A man in Texas uh, is wanted for divorcing his wife without ever telling her. Hmm. What? He's wanted for that? <laughs> yeah. A guy in Texas forged his wife's signature earlier oh, this year to get a divorce from her. There's it. Without ever telling her. Now he's wanted for aggravated per- perjury and could get up to 10 years in prison. I aggravated. I never understood the term aggravated. I don't either. Aggravated battery. Aggravated. <laughs> it means you're like, were you pissed <laughs> off? <laughs> <and you're> angry. <laughs> I mean, who, I mean, who's aggravated like, who's perjury? Like I'm fucking livid about this. I'm signing this paper. Would you just look at it? Would just you just look at, look at it? You can't say anything. We're going to say it. Aggravated assault. What is aggravated assault? It's assault. You know, it doesn't matter. I, I never understood that. He, he was charged with assault. Well, he was charged with aggravated assault. He was charged with passive assault. It's because he said fuck you when he did it and he just hit him in the quiet. Yeah. I don't aggravated know. You rape. know. We watching aggravated li- rape. Watching live PD. I was mad about it. Call her a bitch while doing it. Yeah, you know. That it's other like, guy that just but, raped her, he, he was smiling the whole time. He was very nice. Yeah. He was, he was, but he swam great. What? That's Brock Turner. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I, I've been. Oh yeah, man, I hang out on the internet a lot. Brock Turner, what a douchebag! Who's Brock Turner? What he was the guy that was the collegiate <clears throat> swimmer and uh, he was uh, charged with rape and uh, sexual assault, and uh, his daddy was wealthy, witnesses, and he was very, very uh, rich. You know, rich mm. and uh, white was able and white to uh, get off Not with the fact. Just, just, just overall, though, the fact that if any other person had done this, whether it be who cares what color they are, if they had done this crime, if it's mainly the money factor. Yeah, no, yeah. This but, money. you know, he, uh, he just, he had evidence against him that he raped a chick at a party. 
And uh, because he had a great swimming record, was going to school, very high end to do, they let him off. <clears throat> what? Now I remember this. Yes. Yes. There you go. Sorry. There you go. I still. I'm sorry for making this joke. I thought he would know this ancient news. <laughs> no, this is all. It's like, it's like the Duke lacrosse team back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't think you do. You look very convincing, but I don't think you actually know what I'm talking about with the Duke lacrosse team. This I keep going. I keep thinking. Did they get, I I keep did thinking they get Penn touched? State. What? Did they get touched? No, they touched. Oh. They touched other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Didn't they touch like other dudes? No. What team was that that was all about like hazing and doing it? Like they oh, had it was to the make Cardinals. It. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they had to make them get. Yeah, there was one college team that just recently got in trouble for making like people get butt ass fucking naked for no reason. I'm like, that's. That's it's called a fraternity. <laughs> fraternity <laughs> rush. And I hate them. Delta Sigma anyway. Boner. Yeah. KTO right here. Mm. Were you in a frat? It was. You said that with such pride. <laughs> uh, I, was. I begged my sister. She went to KSU. She's three years younger than I am. I was only in it for a semester, though. Let's just. Okay. Preface that. Sorry. Go ahead with your story. How long did that semester last? <laughs> so, I begged my sister when, uh, you know, you write those senior letters to your graduates. I told her, I said, there's one thing you do and you listen to me. Please party. I want you to party. And I want you to have a good time. But what I don't want you to do is join Greek life. Please don't. You can have a better time. You can have a just as good time without paying for it. And so, she was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, she hadn't been there two full weeks, and she comes home to visit, and she's like, so I'm rushing next week? What? Oh, my God. And then it was just downhill from there. So we we were, that. we were in Torsley get drunk in Athens and then scream out the windows, look at these khakis. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> my favorite place to people watch is uh, like somewhere last night in Athens, go dogs. Were you all in Athens last night? No. no. Oh. But that's one of my favorite scenes to watch is a Georgia <laughs> victory against a big team in downtown Athens. I've seen it quite a few times. I lived in Athens for three years. I was a sports broadcaster there. Sports broadcaster. I did play-by-play -play for UGA football and basketball. Yeah. A lot With of that accent? Sometimes. That's why you weren't there for very long. They can't understand you. It's nothing against you. It's just the people in Athens can't understand that. Athens, man. Now, you know, my girlfriend's from Athens. Your girlfriend? Yeah, she's born and raised in Athens. She is what they call a uh, townie. A mm. townie. Yeah, that's what you call a local Athens who's never left. She still, she obviously, well, like, no, it doesn't look It's not like now, she but. never left. She never was anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> so when, when the Warsaw Clinic was coming up, who were some bands you played with around the scene? The first ones you got to know? Ides of June, yeah. It was the first big band, or the the first like big show we played was with them. Um, uh Hot Wives, we played with them a bunch. Oh, my there God. There's so many a bands. long uh, list. Concrete Ghost God. Moss, Concrete God. Concrete God, those are our people right there. They are the, um, they are some half hard, hot, a.k.a. Whiskey people. Tango, yeah, back Whiskey in the Tango, day. Also known as now Half Hot. Um, Groove Moose, played with them. They're a funk kind of psychedelic rock band. Um, there's so many bands I probably don't even think Solar right Lunartic. Solar Lunartic, yeah. Our uh, good boys, Chris Wilson and the guys there. They're uh they've always been good to us. Um Oh my god. See, look at you, you put us on the spot now. I can't say shit because I can't think of any bands from Atlanta we play with, but we play with them all the fucking I mean, time. Yeah. 
That's what we really try to forge our own, like, or not our own, but, you know, we like playing with people we know. So yeah. that's also what's been the this past few years is getting to know these people. Yeah. And becoming good friends with them because if, you know, I don't say you throw them a bone, but, you know, that's how it is. Like, you know, oh, then you think of them a and then naturally it's like, oh, I actually like these people. Because we hate yeah. walking into shows every time being like, hey, we're the Warsaw Clinic. We're weird as hell. <clears throat> Y'all be ready to hear some country accents screaming randomly. Backstage <laughs> vibes with the Warsaw Clinic in a room full of people we don't know. It's not PC. It's, it's very. Uh, it's not PC at all, and a lot of people might get scared. Well, I've known Eli for a long time, so I consider him one of my one of my boys. You're now one of my boys, Poncho. Don't worry. I love you, deuces <laughs> up. That's what he's like. I've never met Jackson. I'm like, what? Yeah, I don't do all the extracurricular things like he I doesn't used come to support me in other endeavors. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've known Eli for a while, so I consider him like one of my original boys here. But you know, there's the fraternity of the originals on the Scope Podcast, the ones that kind of started it with me. And when I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, I didn't know. I just wanted to bring in bands to talk rock and like with like-minded shit. I almost wanted to wear sunglasses so it can be as cool as Buzzers or Fuzz. That interview. Uh, <laughs> That's shade on Van. If you're listening, you talking about the live one we did? Yeah, you're yeah. they're sitting there like, yeah. I'm like, dang. That was the first. Pick? Is that a toothpick? <laughs> that was the I first live one we I did. Really? Oh wow. <clears throat> so I guess I've been following you for a long time, Jackson. You what? It's been a long time. I've been watching your shit. Yeah, yeah. And I spent a long time just saying, hey, let's go on. Let's go on. Yeah, I've been I've been talking to you about coming on for quite a while. No, it's fine. It's schedule also never really matched. Yeah. No hard feelings. But it matched today. It did match it today. Did. Now we're making it happen. Y'all having fun? Oh, yeah. it's a great time, man. Great. I wish we had more beer. I do have another six-pack in the car. Damn it. I can in go get it. I got to pee. Car. I got to pee. Well, I can't go anywhere. I don't have a well, it's going to be it's gonna be warm. Exactly. Uh, not about that, so. I'm not about that warm cerveza. Another. We can go to Blue Moon and grab another beer after this. It's not a bad idea. No, yeah. no. Yeah. Michael, you're buying this my is beer. This <laughs> I haven't eaten today, so 6.5 or 3%, two of these, quick. I feel oh, right. yeah. We can go have a beer after this, right? Yeah, totally. I need to eat. Do you want to eat? <clears throat> yeah, I, um, I've had coffee today. I've Damn. had marijuana, and I've had beer. Someone buys my beer, we're doing it. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I gave free beer. I gave, See, that's all I can always say. If I take bands of Blue Moon, I'll be like, well, I brought you beer. Right, right. So now it's your turn to read. Well, we're friends. We buy oh, each other beers. Oh, damn it. Son of a bitch. Get a longer ox. Sorry. Oh, y'all sound like shit when I don't have my headphones in. <laughs> I'm just joking. Y'all are beautiful. What did you just do? I pulled uh, a uh, thingy out of my headphones. <laughs> are those wireless or they just have that Hell no, they're not wireless. Yeah, the option, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, even unplug if it's not wireless. <laughs> but I mean, but for to uh, hearing this, the, the our board isn't wireless. There you so, go. So there's no Bluetooth there capabilities. But yes, they are wireless headphones. If I, okay. if I could, I could stick it up with the Bluetooth on my phone and work out. So who who said they weren't wireless? Who accused me of that? Of what? No, uh, I didn't know. I didn't accuse them. I was like, are they even wireless? Because like, why yeah, they even have the option They are to wireless, bitches. <laughs> Fucking high, Jody High Roller over here. Spring for the Skull Candy headphones, you know what I'm saying? Only one in the buildings that's got the Skull Candies. Everyone's got the fucking Sonys. I was about to say, remember how big Skull Candy was like 10 years ago? Ridiculous. Not well, I'm, br- I'm bringing back retro. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. They're great headphones. But I, I just remember like, I remember that their advertising was <laughs> engraved in my head as like a kid. I didn't even know about Skull Candy until I bought these. They just looked cool. I think the longest lasting pair of headphones I've had was like three months. Really? I have some, I'm not a I, I have person. some AKGs that have lasted, Auto Technicas that have lasted for personally. You're not? 15 no, years. <laughs> so I, like I, 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 I prefer big speakers. Their studio I like to wear like big speakers really loud. Uh, <laughs> I hate Mainly because I'm deaf. Airplugs. That's all right. Do you not wear the earplugs? I'm not an earplug wearer. No. I get criticized because of it. People tell me I should. You don't wear earplugs on stage? No. <clears throat> no ear protection on stage. 
No, so I, I have I mean, my, we wear them when we practice. Well, he doesn't, but I do because I don't even wear them when we practice. Uh, I, I, I want to hear it how I hear it, how it's truly sounding. I want to hear but that. But you're not because you're deaf. Yeah, but it's all right. But I, I, I get to hear it without being muffled because if I were to put earplugs in, then a lot of shit I would not come. Well, through. also behind the drums, you can't really hear it. But also when we practice, yeah. I wear headphones, but when I or earplugs, but when we're live, I don't because I got to hear what it sounds like. Like I just said, I want to hear what it sounds like. <laughs> right. So, but, uh, but you don't sitting wear behind. Sitting sitting behind a drum kit is a lot different than standing in front of an amp in its own respect. I mean, because sitting behind a drum kit, I can't hear my right drums mic'd out out there. So if you, I, I I hear the raw acoustic sound of my drums as I'm hitting with the cymbals and everything. So it's loud and it's. Have you ever played a drum set? No, I can't play any of this. Well, have you ever sat down in the rack room before? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. It's loud. It's like standing. <laughs> if you think standing in front of a drum set's loud, sit behind it. <laughs> mm. It's a, uh, it's just, I like to hear though my drums acoustically. No, I like to hear them unmiked at the same time as mic'd. So not by wearing earplugs, I'm not going to be able to, you know, hear what they sound like truly, you know. This is really in depth. But yeah, I mean, but but the, uh, but you know, there's nothing better that I think alters my performance and makes it a better performance than when I can feel my kick drum. I like to be able to feel it in my ass. So every time I kick it, I want to feel it. Like, you know, just I, I, I want to feel that, that, that little rumble. You want it to my... vibrate up your anus. Yeah. And, and I want to make sure that it's doing that to everybody's chest cavity out in front, too. Yes. I, I want it to be, you know, punching right here for me sitting there and then, you know, everybody's sitting up. And they, they make drum stools that you can plug directly in that give you a vibration and like a, you know. A sensation? Yeah. Every time you kick, it, it does that so you can feel it because it makes a difference. When you can feel the uh, the kick drum, it completely makes a difference in my performance. It just does. I didn't know that was a thing. That's a, yeah, that's cool as shit. Yep. I, I I like to feel my music along with hear it. That was that was about the most sensual music conversation I think I've ever experienced. I feel like I was just yep. in class. Yep. <laughs> there was my history teacher. <laughs> <inside>. <laughs> so uh, y'all are a veteran type of um, band in Atlanta. If you see any of oh, the not a veteran type, but we're veteran musicians. I would say we are. Yeah, we we are seasoned perfectly. Not perfectly, not but perfectly, but maybe. but we are seasoned musicians. You've in, been in playing Atlanta. in Atlanta for a while. Right. Yeah. So what do you come across new bands in Atlanta? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So every what, time we play, I mean, we also hang down at like EAV at five two nine a lot. So, so every night there's other bands playing there from around the world. So so what do you see with these new bands that are playing here? Or bands that are starting out. What do you see? What they're doing right and what they're doing wrong? Oh. A lot. That's cover music. Quit playing it. Yeah, if you're gonna play Chris Cornell, Black Eyed Sun, you better be able to fucking sing it. You yeah. all do that. That's yeah, it's uh, it's it, there's a. I don't know. I guess it's a trend that we're seeing, and it's always been a trend. But you know, for bands to cover other people's music in their own way, and when you do that as a band starting out, don't do that, man. People just want to hear your. Or if you're playing at original venues, people want to hear your original stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're, you know. You've been playing right. for five years and whatever, and you're tired of playing your original stuff. And there's a pop and cover you want to put on, you know, go for it. But all, uh, all shade aside, uh, I was actually having a conversation with my uh, friend Evan last night. I was talking about it doesn't matter what music you play, it doesn't matter how good you are, it doesn't matter how old you are. But if you have the spirit and you're playing your fucking heart out, that's what we care about. So it, we don't we don't talk shit about anybody unless we really care about you. And then you're our friends. And we're and then you know we're talking shit to improve you and push you. Yeah, we are, um, <laughs> we, a lot of people give us the, um, 
when they hear how young we, because a lot of bands we play with, you know, people are already in their thirties plus, you know? And so when people are like, Oh, y'all are 25, 28 years old. Uh, how long have you been playing? You know, six years, actually we've been playing since we were five. Um, so, and, well, people, and, and it's, and it's been music our whole life. You know, I, we weren't sports players of any kind seriously. And, um, we've done nothing but music. And so, we were put in front of a crowd expecting a good product at the age of 11 playing in a church. Yeah. And, you know, you it was a production every single time. It wasn't a jam session. It was you have this schedule to follow. This is how the song goes. There's a light show for it. It's professional. So at the age of 11, we started playing professional music and then started doing cover music, you know, learning old classic rock songs and songs that were coming out then and then playing in front of our other friends, you know, outside of church at other shows. And then more bands and bands as you're younger come along, come along. And so at our age in Atlanta, people might think that we've been around for only six years doing this whole music thing. No, we've been playing live gigs in front of people for 14 years. See, our band was kind of rock music, and where we grew up in Buford, like Attila is from Buford, Lawrenceville, mm-hmm. and that was the big scene there. Like a lot of like these scene emo kids, you know, would come see us, and yeah. they'll go outside and smoke cigarettes because we would play rock music. Like, this we, didn't match, <laughs> we didn't match the scene as you know, and we still kind of don't, school. but that's okay because people are digging it. <laughs> yeah, we we definitely that's that's one part about playing in Atlanta now is we find a lot of good bands and you know their quality of music, their musicianship, their you know right. their writing abilities is great, but it's just not our kind of music to play with. Not don't get me wrong, I'll put it on and listen to it if you have a you know album out and I like it, but it's hard for us to find a bill that matches up with our style of music. And when we find a band that does, whether they're new or somebody that we've known for a while, we try to stick with them because that means we can put, like we said earlier, a good bill together. And just have a good time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's so we, and there's nothing worse. Like we played a gig one time in Noonan, Georgia at the um, Alamo, the theater down there. And it was all, it was all, but the the music was all um, pop punk. Very. No, it wasn't pop punk. Very sleeping with siren, but like. No, it wasn't uh, that. It was like. All time low. 1975, like kind of like British Brit pop. Yeah. Anyway, but they, like you know, if you teenage listen to girl our music. music, yeah, you you listen to our music, we did not fit, and so we go on that night, and there's all these 16 to 20 year old chicks out there that wanted to hear this, you know, as the old people say, teeny, small music, teeny bop music, teeny bop, and you know we're we're there, you know, playing fucking hard rock, and it was like eh, scattered, it doesn't yeah, it, it doesn't work, and it, and it's not it's not beneficial to me, but also and it's not the bands they came to the see that were touring they. We're done, and you know a lot of people don't stay and watch the whole bill they paid for. So, yeah, I'm always like, "What? You paid the five dollars or ten dollars? Just stay and watch all of it." Yeah, well, that's such a shame. People don't just go out and watch live music like yeah. they used to. But like a Starbar, we went at one a.m. I understand if you left in because that's late. yeah. We, we played at a Starbar this past. Uh, it was packed because if you know if you work full time, you know Friday night's not, not really a party night. Sometimes yeah. It's yeah. like I'm just gonna watch Game of Thrones. Or whatever. Reruns. It's over. It's over. Game of Thrones <laughs> is over, people. It's over. <laughs> All right, hour and a half, uh, the Warsaw Clinic. Man, yeah. you guys are going to come back on very soon. Yeah. Uh, We'd definitely. love to be back. You can yeah. come over to our house, we'll, record, we'll start a podcast with you. Or yeah. just say, hey, we got a podcast, and then just record it and just listen to it. Or I want to see the house. I want to see the house. Yeah, come on by. It's called The Lodge. The Lodge. It's, yeah, in, it's, it's it, in vinyl on the wall. It's like 40 miles, it's like 40 minutes out, so. Mm. It's uh, right at the Mall of Georgia exit. You if get you off ever, of the Mall of Georgia and head towards Lawrenceville instead of Buford, mm-hmm. and uh, you turn right there. Uh, by uh, the just next time you're going area. to Gainesville, stop by our house. You're telling everybody where you live, but I'm not going to tell you where I live. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you how to get there. 
Just get on. Who? Who? You're gonna see a guy in a poncho. His name's Hank. Yeah, you're gonna see me in the poncho. You're gonna make a left. Yeah, that's weird. Right. You're like eight minutes from my house. Really? Where you live? Auburn. Let's uh, hang out, uh, bro. Yeah, we're a little farther than eight minutes. You know how busy yeah, Hamilton I mean, Mills gotten recently. Gravel Springs. Turn yeah. up, baby. Yeah, yeah. Turn up. On, I was on Gravel Springs we're twice at, today. We're at Auburn. Come on. <laughs> we're at Auburn. We, we used to get high on Fence Road. Right at Fence Road. Like, I, I could walk to that Publix. Oh, hey. I remember sitting on Fence Road smoking weed and being like, that's a cop. Hey, guess what we're There's doing a cop tonight? coming. <laughs> Hanging out. Hanging out. And hey, but yeah, we have a, um, check out, we have a CD coming out November 1st, four song yep. EP. It'll be hard copies if you want to buy it. We might just give it to you because we don't care. And actually, we do, but. We, we, we want you to hear it. And if you can't we want afford you to hear it, it, we yeah. want you to hear it. Okay. It only costs $1.50. But don't give me that shit you can't afford it because you just paid $14 for that beer. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's a $5 yeah. CD. Anyway. All right. Um, Thursday, make sure to come check out uh, Warsaw Clinic at the Four Seasons. They'll be on the fifth floor uh, terrace at Bar Margo. Part of the proceeds benefit the Giving Kitchen. Great cause there. Always love giving back. Warsaw Clinic, my special guest, number 89 of the Scoped Podcast. Thank you, guys. Um, Thank you so much. Your Scoped Podcast debut. You're welcome. (laughs) I'm just kidding. All right. But next time, wear something tight. Yeah. Is it filming right now or no? No, there's no. What? What? Is there cameras right now? Is there cameras right now? No, I just said next time, wear something tight. Wear something good? Okay. Wear something tight. Tight. All right. Why does no one know this by now? That I, I thought this. That, I thought that you know wearing physically like, tight, like an OG physically tight. OG do, championship era T-shirt would be tight. NL East, no tight, tight, tight. Or it could be metaphorically tight. Uh, you just have, you two have fucked my saying that I've said for eighty nine times now. So <laughs> good. Where's something tight? No. All right. I'm just ending the episode all right, right now. <laughs>